pick up that old fossil. We'll get to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And the Book of Boba Fett has come to an end. And what an ending it was, Kenton. Oh my goodness. I was just blown away by this uh, episode. I, I mean, we're get, we'll get into the details, but overall, what did you think of this finale? I, I, they ended with spectacle, uh, as I thought might be the case. It was all uh, the, I, I believe that the prior episode is my favorite episode of the season, is, is the Could Luke be. training Grogu, yeah. which is, which to me, it, it accomplished so much that uh, for this last episode to just knock down some bowling pins was fine by me. And, that, and that's really what it did in uh, spectacular, big fashion. Yes, exactly. As far as finales go, it was pretty damn good. Like normally yeah. we see in a lot of shows, and I remember this from a Game of Thrones and some other shows like that, maybe even Breaking Bad is guilty of this as well. The, the penultimate episode, the second last episode is the great episode. Is the That's your uh, Battle of the Bastards. That's your, uh, the what was Ozymandias? Was that a penultimate one, I think? The one of Breaking Bad? Second last episode of Breaking Bad was like one of the greatest episodes of television ever made. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, somebody will correct me on that. I'm sure Chris will correct me on that. But it's, I it's do. I, yeah, last. I don't think it was the second last. Okay, I think maybe it I'm was, wrong. But anyway, I think they build up, the, right? Yeah, it builds right. up, and that's what the show did. It built up, and then it. I mean, it did pause the narrative kind of at the midpoint to give us the, the little side story with the Mandalorian, which I liked. Yeah. I appreciated that. But then dropped us boom right back into the action, and I'm going to press play on this. We're going to watch this as we talk. Um, we'll we'll you know we'll just refer to it as we go. Uh, but just so we have something to kind of talk against, I felt that really worked well last week. So we'll continue doing that. Yeah. Um, so, well, conti- yeah. well, it was the last episode, Dan, so we can't continue doing that. It's impossible. <laughs> well, oh. after this, for going forward for other things. Obi-Wan Kenobi on May go. 25th. <gasps> Uh, so uh, they announced it yesterday. Did oh, you see that, Dan? I did not see that. No, that's yeah. exciting. Oh, my God. It's, they And I believe they also announced today that Ahsoka only starts shooting in April. So oh. Obi-Wan shall be the next thing that we wow, see. Wow, what's going on yeah. with and, Andor then? I'm curious about that series because that's when that's been going on a long time. But maybe, think, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think they realized that he died in Rogue One and they weren't sure how to. <laughs> well, they also, they also, I think, put pause on the whole Rogue One thing and all that. Like they had stuff planned, I think, for all that Rogue One and all the side stories that I think they're yeah. pausing right now. As, with the success of this, they're continuing yeah. on with this formula of Disney Plus and it's working really well. So we start off, they're in the blown out club of the uh, that got uh, uh, exploded by the uh, Pike Syndicate last week. Um, we have Boba, Fennec, um, Mando, and uh, is is uh, Christantin there? Christantinum? Remember, <laughs> no, uh, he's anyway, not there. Having, but it's Fennec Boba and Mando having conversation about what to do. Uh, uh, Mando says that you know um, <clears throat> Cobb is coming with the, with the townspeople. He doesn't know what's happened there yet. Oh, the the, the um, mods are there. The mods are there as well. And so they're having this conversation about spice and what they need to do. And and uh, you know Fennec wants to keep running spice. She's okay with it. She has no qualms about like this horrible destructive drug. Uh, that you know, although that truth people. be told, if she knows as much about it as we do, I don't see the problem either exactly. because they really they haven't shown us junkies strung out on the street on this stuff or anything like that. As right. far as I know, they uh, you know, um, Gordon Ramsay is uh, somewhere there uh, sprinkling it on his dishes. Hey, so, so we have, we have stores, maybe there's a little, little uh spice shops popping up everywhere <laughs> uh, after legalization. 
anyway tell yeah tell us what this show us what this thing does uh, and maybe that's that's the perspective from which he's coming as well like okay we understand we've seen references to it being bad but we did that's all we really know i mean it's 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 kind of a tough one but uh if she knows it's terrible and wants to continue running drugs I thought maybe they were setting the scenes uh, for maybe, or the seeds, not the scenes, setting the seeds for maybe um, a dispute between Boba and Fennec in upcoming seasons or something. That would be cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They they are getting along very well now. So we'd like to see some conflict there. Yeah, there might be some. So they're having this conversation and then the mods speak up and say, no, let's hold up here. Let's stay in the club. Um, for some reason, they don't want to abandon this, the people of Moss Espa, right? They don't want to, um, you know, so they decide to hole up in the club. That's going to be their their kind of central point, kind of like the Mandalorian, kind of like they did in the Mandalorian, right? Like, well, but I did, yes, but I disagreed with that decision. I was like, yes. no, the palace, the, pa- the palace has a big door. Yes. <laughs> a big the palace is door. a rancor, as we'll get yes. to later. But the, come on, like, why would you not go to, who cares? I think, they, yeah. By the way, I know I would also say, I'm going to pause it because we're already moving ahead, but I got to say yeah. this, like moving into the palace means the Pikes would have active at the palace, meaning the rest of the freaking city wouldn't have gotten destroyed the way it did. So really that was not the right decision. You're right, Kenton. The, the better decision was to go to the palace for sure. So much safer. And so, so much but, better for the people of Mos Espa. Like the, better the for the, oh yeah. Attack, they were going to attack Boba. They weren't going to attack the town if he wasn't going to be there, right? That was what a decision. They you're right. They embrace symbolism over actual safety. Yes. Oh, very <laughs> good. Very good. Yes. That's what because they did. They, and but, then they spread right. themselves out. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, we didn't know those guys were going to get... Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But yeah, they spread... You're right. Symbolism. They're like, we're going to have this symbolic yeah. gesture right. of of, dis- of uh, defense when they really did not do anything. Spread themselves out too thin. And they should have... Absolutely right. Okay. So now we've moved on. Um, we have... Uh, Ka- oh, sorry. We have... Um, Cad Bane shows Cad up. Bane. Cad Bane shows up to his bosses. We have, of course, the the head of the Pike Syndicate, the mayor of Mos Espa. And then... Um, <laughs> Is that all who's in here right now? Somebody yeah. else is in there too. Some other person in the background. So, but anyway, yeah. they're having a conversation. He's like, did you convince Cobb to not join him? And he said, yeah, you don't have to worry about them. So now they're kind of talking about Boba Fett a little bit. And we get a hint of a history um, between Boba Fett and and uh, Cad Bane. Yes, we do. Uh, and which was played out. In the Clone Wars, though not everything was so, but we. Oh, so, can, you, can you tell me then? Because I don't know any of that. I don't know what happened there. Oh, I mean, it's one of those things, Dan, where it's like if you ask me to really go back to the Clone Wars and okay. tell you in detail yeah. what happened, I'm going to say a bunch of cartoons were, was running around, right. and uh, and that's and it's not going to be pretty. But uh, you know, that okay. uh, that story arc comes and goes, okay. but not, but it's and it's not exhaustive. So they're referring to some stuff that. We saw, and they're referring to some stuff we never did see. Okay, well, then I'll I'll come back to that because I have yeah. that will I'll forgive Cad Bane for some stuff later on. But here we learn also, and it's again no surprise that the Pike Syndicate were the ones who destroyed the Sand People's Village, yeah. not this biker gang. And I I thought that, and again at the time I think I was confusing the Pike Syndicate with the biker gang. I thought they were the same thing, but it, right. I did think that's who did it. Right? I wasn't yeah. surprised by that um, re- revelation. And there's no um, Boba Fett doesn't go. Oh my God! I slaughtered an entire biker gang by mistake. <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, there's they no, sucked anyway. He's like, Those ah, guys were awful. Who cares? It needed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. It needed to be done. It's like, oh, I thought they were murderers. Oh, they were just graffiti artists. Well, they deserve to die. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, oh, don't you, <laughs> let's move saw, on. They were like, they were like, well, they were doing protection, right? 
So then, uh, and then um, Cad says he's going to draw out the uh, Boba Fett. He's got an idea of how to draw him out. I'm just going to walk up to the front of the building. <laughs> that's how he's going to draw him out. Uh, that's his idea. But anyway, this is called In the Name of Honor. That's the title of this. And did you notice it's the same font as the Star Wars font, just green? Yes. I didn't. I just noticed that just now. So that's cool. Oh, my God. We have an X-Wing approaching Moss Eisley. Who could it be? My heart was pounding when this I was like, No, Luke Skywalker is going to go fight in this battle on his home planet. But that was too much to believe. And and yeah. some people are very upset by the story decision here. Oh, my but God, I th- are you serious? I oh, of course. Honestly. Of course. Yeah. Including podcasters, including prominent podcasters in the Star oh. Wars universe are upset by this that Luke would send little baby Grogu by himself with R2-D2 in an X-Wing. But hey, you could explain this many different ways, right? Well, There's lots the thing. of things that could have happened. I, uh, well, here, no, but here's the thing. It's clear that when Luke gave Grogu the choice, Grogu choose, chose Mando. He loves Mando, right? Maybe he never wanted to be a Jedi. We don't know his motivations. So I actually, did, I didn't think to, to ask you for predictions or to make predictions last episode because I didn't think we would get this this soon. No. I honestly thought this would be in the next season of Mandalorian. I thought, again, yeah. I just did, I thought we'd gotten so much Baby Yoda, too much, more than enough. How could they possibly give us more Baby Yoda? I love it. I want all the Baby Yoda I can get. And, of course, more mm-hmm. um, more of um, uh, uh, Amy Sedaris. Uh, so uh, this is awesome. Some great lines. I'm sure you've taken down some great lines. Oh, yeah. And uh, I noticed that the feeling and the vibe of this episode would just lift every time Amy Sedaris <laughs> showed up. Yeah. Uh, and we're calling her by her actor name, but I can't, I can't stop doing that. And uh, Baby Grogu. And every time the two of them were co- showed up, uh, things would just become so enchanting that, uh, hey, more, 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 more of uh, both of these characters. So yeah. good. And, and it doesn't hurt having R2-D2 sitting there and her little, I love her little gang of droid cronies who who kind of do whatever she wants them to. She, she's their leader. She's like the, the like uh, Anthony Michael Hall says in 16 Candles, I'm the leader of the dipshits. And, 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 um, and, uh, and the reply is, oh, I guess that's kind of cool. And so she's the leader of the droid dipshits. And it's kind of cool. It's 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 very fun to watch it play out. Keep your dome on. Yes. He says, keep oh. your dome on to R2-D2. That's a great line. And yeah, and I get you get the feeling she she basically like scrounged up parts and fixed up all those droids herself. Like she's just, those yeah. are just all junk droids that she just put together, which is awesome. So they're all kind of malfunctioning a little bit. All right. So now we're back with, with a, with a crew here at the club. Uh, why did we decide to stay here again? <laughs> there's no, there's no, like think about all the food at Jabba's palace. It would have been so much better because they're just sitting here talking, right? There's a lot of talking going on. There's another bad decision and that's we'll space everybody out around town and they and they they describe it as well. Now we won't be surprised. But the problem is, every individual placed around town will be surprised and uh, will be more easily taken down. And in some cases, taken down. And in other cases, um, you know, roughed up to a very large degree. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So yes. the planning isn't great. The uh, hey, no no points for planning here. But that's what happens when you put the mods in charge of planning. Yeah. No kidding. And I here they shoot the mods. Do you? What's your issue? Well, I just find they call attention to themselves too much. Like in in all of mm-hmm. this and all the stuff that comes, and there's a lot of awesomeness. And I'm not complaining. This is just a, no. like a minor thing. Like this guy with the tie and the mustache. He just calls. Oh, he's not there anymore. Uh, he just calls. Look, who is that guy? And why has he got such a little skinny tie on? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
what's what's going on here? The style choices are weird, and I, again, I find the um, the uh, I don't like the scooters. I mean, we have fun with it and everything, but ultimately, I'm like, it's just too blah. I get I get what they're doing, but it's it's, it's just distracting in the middle of the battle. <laughs> Dan, I completely understand what you're saying. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but on the same but on the same hand, uh, or a different hand, maybe. Uh, if I could buy that motorcycle, I would buy it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not, you're not wrong. I mean, it's cool. It is, it's good to see. I like to see new things in Star Wars, and it's definitely new yeah. things. So I'm, out, I'm happy with that. So now, uh, what are they doing here? Okay, now, oh, yeah, a visitor. This is Cad Bane. He says, you have a visitor. Who could be here? Well, I'm going to draw him out by showing up. So then you get a hint of this backstory. Now, I was, the whole time, I'm like, I don't care about this. What are they doing? I don't give a shit. What are you guys talking about? And now I get it. It was for the fans of the Clone Wars. So there's something here that I don't care about, but a lot of people do. So this probably meant a lot to them. Um, I guess it did, but I also I think the way they laid this up and the laid this out in the last episode was good because you could tell it didn't matter if you really knew who this guy was. He you can just see he's like I love the character design. He's gross, oh, yeah. he's uh menacing. Like right away, you want to know more about this guy. So I think um it wouldn't necessarily matter if you're familiar with the back material or not. I, there was some, there's some, uh, that's not the quack to calling the stifling slimy. That was a good one too. Um, Love that. Love that line. So ridiculous. <laughs> uh, what else here? So, and one, one thing I thought about him, he looks like the aliens from the last Starfighter, Ryloth. Remember the guy who like takes his face off and he has yeah. that kind of same shape. So it's just like a no, no nose. And then, but he's, I think he's got red eyes, but anyway, so we have him on, then they're going to have their little draw, but Fennec talks him down. Yes. And you just reminded me of a good a new Star Wars joke I thought of. Cad Bane has no nose. How does he smell? Terrible. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, uh, this the, uh, what I kind of like about this scene is uh, that it's a you can have the choice to go. Nah, I don't think I'll have a draw with you right now. I found that hilarious. That that you can't that opting out is is a perfectly good option. Uh, in Cad Bane's mind. Come on, let's have this fight. Uh, I got people behind me, you got people behind you. Let's have this fight. And Boba Fett wants to do it. And Fennec goes, no, nah, let's do it some other time. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Okay. <laughs> now, and Cad why, Bane's like, okay. Well, Cad Bane <laughs> also says that, he also tells him that the Pike Syndicate were the ones that, that slaughtered yeah. the Tuscans. So why would he do that, do you think? Wants to get a rise out of him. Oh, what a jerk. I would yeah, he's a jerk. the Pikes. Like that's not that just gives him all the more motivation to 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 fight against the pikes, right? Right, and then it makes the next showdown that we see a little more poetic. Yes, as well. Absolutely. So um, we're setting that up at uh, at the same time that we're seeing this. Yeah. So we have Fennec. She talks him down. It's a good scene. It's it really is like she's yeah. like it shows that uh, he listens to her. That he it does, shows he is emotional. He can lose control, right? We're still getting hints of that Boba Fett that we we love from our childhood. The the just the, uh, like like we're getting hints that that is what he used to be, right? Yeah. But she's like, no, we can do this, do it on our own terms. Uh, she's very much the voice of reason here, and I love that. Right. She uh, he's saying, I'll fight him right here, and she's saying, no, no, no. We do our best fighting at the dumpsters behind the school at three thirty. That's where we're gonna fight him. <laughs> and, and 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 the and. And what I like is, okay, you know, he does see reason. He's not, he is a blend of the old and new Boba Fett in this scene. He's angry, but at the same time, he can calm himself down and he can, uh, he can see reason. And uh, you think 
uh, it's kind of interesting also because Cad Bane just seems like he's always ready to fight. And so you wonder how he lasted this long. <laughs> you know? Well, because he's good. I guess the idea the yeah. is that he's not good. He's just not good. So, yeah, I don't know. And then <laughs> now we have this guy coming out again. I love him, even though I know Major Domo, but uh, I, I call him the PR guy, the mayor's PR guy. And he cracks me up. Everything he says, I find hilarious. Though I know among, I see people online and on podcasts and whatnot saying they do not like this character, that he's irritating and that he, um, his his style of speaking is not befitting the Star Wars universe. Oh, on, but I love him. I find him hilarious. I think that would be a classic Halloween costume yes. to dress up like that guy and just, <laughs> just talk everybody into submission. Wherever you go, it's just I just love it. I love how he's spinning all the time. Now we have the the betrayal of, of course, of, we we didn't see this coming. That you know, here's Cristanton by himself in the square, and all yeah. the, the Trandoshans are attacking him. Why would they put the Wookiee with the Trandoshans? Why would they put, like this? Like that's not a good mix, as we've established earlier in the show. Uh, maybe be uh, well. The other thing we established is that he can uh, take a licking and keep on ticking. So right. maybe that's yeah. why it doesn't matter. You can give him all you've got, and he's still going to get up. Oh yeah. And now we have the Gamorrean guards. They're like, oh, we're being betrayed, yeah. right? So now they're being uh, everyone. They're all being attacked at once. All the three different spread out forces are being attacked um, by the three gangs. By the the three gangs of Mos Espa. So they've been betrayed. This is very disturbing, and I never thought I'd feel so sad seeing Gamorrean guards pushed over a cliff, but it oh, is, yeah. it's, 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 it's like, one oh. of, it's one of our first uh, quite violent deaths. And this uh, episode has more violent deaths in it than maybe anything we've seen. I don't know up until this point on Disney plus. I agree as far as like, but it's, they're still being very careful not to show the actual like impact, but they very clearly mm -hmm. show these two Morning guards falling off the cliff, and I don't think there's any room for this. Is not a case of like, oh, they're okay. It's not like a Ka Van situation, like last uh, last episode. Get the yeah. net kit, right? They're, like he's they're dead, very very specifically, right? So they decide to uh, okay, no, first they send off Fennec. Fennec's like, we got to take him out of the source. So she's off to take out the leaders, right? They get that out of the uh, the uh, major domo. He tells them where their base is in Moss Isley, right? She's got to take off to Moss Isley. Oh, I forgot. Hey, the geography of this, I forgot already. Geography. I forgot already. To right. me, it's all Tatooine. It's one. It's, it's a well. It's, it's a ways away. It's, it's, it'll take her some time to get there, I guess. It's one planet. It's yes. one planet of people. It's not little. It's not little subgroups. <laughs> so they're close enough. We know they're close is what yes. we do. Yeah, so yeah. in the meantime, uh, the uh, the mods are pinned down. Um, they're like, we can't retreat. We got, and then Fennec, Fennec says, "Stay put." She's going to come and rescue them. Fennec is just awesome on all levels in this episode. She has several great mm -hmm. moments. This is one of them where she just takes out all these guys right here, um, and the rest of them take off. This is, this is a Ponda Baba race. I don't know yeah, what they're called um, bum face. Yeah, bum face. Uh, but yeah, so so they're Fennec. She she saves them now get back to work oh yeah she says uh thank you and she's like oh manners that's a nice little yeah. line <laughs> man manners i like that it reminded me of uh johnny dangerously uh michael keaton as johnny dangerously where you go i like that you stood up to johnny dangerously i like it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's great okay yeah it's good stuff so uh, uh go ahead. by the way i have to say i love uh uh the mayor's pr guy talking about being educated on Coruscant and that doesn't make him better. 
I just think that is a great speech. It's just so funny mm-hmm. uh, about how he's 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 the egghead in the room who's who's once again just spinning his way. He's the uh, he's doing the same thing Cad Bane has done, which is using the thing that has worked for them very well in the past. <laughs> okay, so I love it. He's not cluing into the fact that it hasn't been working for him lately. Like, no. That's the thing about the characters. He just does not get that, right? So, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm going to keep this up because I'm going to keep this going because they do uh, – they end up sending him out here, right, to talk to them. But um, but so they're, 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 now we have the Pike Syndicate showing up. Um, they're – again, this would have been – you're right. This would have been so much better. I didn't think this at the time, but I, I you're right. This would have been so much better if it would have been a Jabba's Palace, like in all – I guess we wouldn't have had as dramatic a scene if it wasn't at Jabba's, Jabba's Palace, right? Well, no, we could have because I thought that could give us a sense of scale and numbers of enemies. Almost, I'm, I think maybe the reason they didn't do that is it's very Game of Thrones to have a bunch of people outside a gate battling their way in. Um, they could have burned down Jabba's Palace. Uh, and uh, but as it is, it lives to see another day. So I, I'm sure all of those questions, because they do address what are we doing here at the beginning, because that's clearly a question that would come up in a fan's mind is why don't we just go to the other place? Mm, that's true. Uh, so now we have just just Boba and Mando here. They're just the two of them in the in the club, and I, I you could just so exciting at this point just to. You know what's coming. You know you're just gonna yeah. get this great scene with the two of them fighting, uh, but they draw it out a bit more, right? They they like uh, they kind of they have this great conversation uh, about you know, and Boba's like, "You can take off, you can go, you don't have to stay." And Mando's like, "No, I gave you my word. This is the way." So it's just a great little interaction between the two of them here. Yeah, it's uh, I like it too. Uh, I still think I'm still surprised that Boba Fett didn't reach out to Bosk and Dengar and uh, that gang I, because. He it's he he has they've established he has money he's not without contacts and uh, we know how the bounty hunting works uh, the their their little pagers go off right and they all show up to collect their bounty so I'm actually surprised that it's down to uh, down to this few and eight d eight in the background as well yeah I I suspect that uh, maybe one of the reasons is that they're just trying to let go like let go of that version of Boba like he's not that Boba Fett anymore right that's been very clear that he's a changed person yeah. um so that's maybe why he didn't want to approach those people and it was really Fennec who did who went out the only person who did Boba bring into this did he bring anybody in or was it all Fennec and uh Mando because Fennec got Mando Mando got Cobb right uh I think that's it that's who did, all who did Boba bring? oh uh Chrysanthemum maybe by kicking his all ass right. <laughs> by by freeing him and then uh letting him uh jog off yeah, into the right, uh, yeah. desert <laughs> yeah yeah that's he just showed up and, and offered chrysanthemum a job is all he did at that at yeah. that point anyway um okay so now we have the uh the major dome was convincing them to uh to go out there and i loved i knew i kind of like first of all i thought this was going to go in the direction i thought they're going to kill yeah. i was like please kill this guy somebody has to kill this guy and and in this upcoming scene i was like really wanting him to get shot by somebody I didn't want him to get shot because I like him too much. But I also, one of my favorite things in any piece of entertainment is when you ask somebody to read something and they have not scanned it before and they go out and they read it as is. That's my favorite. Where they, where they go, what? Huh? Like, hey, scan, give it a little read through before you like traipse out there in front of their guns pointed at you. So that, that always cracks me up. Yeah. I love it. And I in totally movies, thought they were going to shoot him. I totally thought they were going to shoot him. Oh, no, I didn't think so. 
I knew I knew that this was a stalling tactic because who do you want to stall more than the guy who never shuts up? <laughs> yes, so, exactly. But sorry, go ahead. <laughs> this reminds me, you know, I think I know why I like this guy. And a lot of his speech sounds like Chris Elliott wrote it. It's a <laughs> <laughs> this could have come right out of cabin boy i you know? am i hope they release more behind the scenes stuff i'm sure they will yeah. oh they will the whatever that yeah. thing is called that they release uh, because i really want to learn more about this character and this guy's process into creating it and of course i want to learn more more about amy sedaris's character and how they do that there's all kinds of things stuff from this this season the, from this book of boba fett that i'm excited about seeing how they did how um, much ad-libbing is amy sedaris doing right. is one thing and that i'd like guy, to know maybe this guy's doing yeah. some too right maybe he's got some uh improv experience this is the role he played on V. You said that, okay, yeah. th It's this, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, no, it wasn't the same role, but, it's the but it was the character. guy, right. right. It's the guy. It's the same guy. And so uh, they they got the right guy for the job. And I also think, I'm not going to say it now, but I see a bright future for this guy in oh, Star Wars. Yes. Yes, yes. That. I feel yeah. like we're spending too much time on it. Let's move ahead here. Um, so then they they pop out. Boba and Mando pop out. They attack. Great, great scene. Just so yeah. good. They're all using their gadgets. We got the little birds. What are they called? The little sparrows or what are the whistling birds? Whistling birds. Um, we got I've got Boba with his knee rockets. Oh, we so good. All kinds, and they're just they're taking. Look how many shots they're taking in the middle of the square. That's what the armor can do for them, right? They can just take direct hits over and over and over again. Pretty big. That armor, that armor saves your butt a lot. Yes. And speaking about yeah. butts being saved, of course, we have the townspeople of Freetown showing up in what looks to be a G.A. Joe hovercraft toy that I had when I was a kid. I had three of them, actually, when I was a kid. Um, yeah. But uh, this looks like it looks exactly like something I would put my G.I. Joes in, this little hover tank thing. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't expect them for some reason to sh all show up in the same vehicle, which could which once again, not the best planning. <laughs> because if they can, if they blow up your vehicle, they blow up you. But then yeah. again, we don't know how strong this vehicle is, or do we? I guess we're going to find out how strong this vehicle is. Right, and it's what's interesting. It's like escalating as we will see. It's like escalating threats as we go through this episode. Uh, they show up, and I, my my note here was like, light armor can turn the tide. Like that's all they need is one piece of light armor, and they're they're good to go. Yeah. Uh, for for this so they've got their their armor now they're butt back and, and now okay we have this you know they're saying the planet deserves better they're still not telling us that he's alive though right they're still kind of hinting no. that he died so there's that so um and then we have the scooter kids coming up they're useless like what is this all about let's scoot and then oh, she yeah she does she shoots some people so that's okay but the first guy is, is down yeah there's an implication earlier when um Scooter girl sees Fennec and she likes, she, she sort of looks at her like a role model or something. And I think that's what we're seeing here. Or I think what we're supposed to be seeing it, it's, it's not really, it's sort of subtle, but, but I think that's, that's what's going on here is that uh, Fennec, she sees Fennec as a role model and she's, so she, that's emboldened her to take some risks here okay. and the rest of the mod kids. Mm -hmm. And then we see, um, uh, we see our Wookiee show up and, uh, you know, he, oh, <laughs> he's it. got, so yeah, he's got some good, he's got some good power moves, yeah. but man, like he, he takes a bad beating and he doesn't look like he's doing so well. I was worried about him. No, I was too. I, I thought we were going to lose him. I really did. Like there's some points here like this surprised me, even mm. although I did notice that the first time when we see him get overwhelmed, there, like there was no shot of him getting shot. Although here he's taking multiple shots. Look at him go. This guy's crazy. So just fighting his way, right? Trying to get right to the thing. Boba's running out to get him. 
This is all. I yeah. love this scene. This this whole sequence is just so cool. Just such a great um, kind of a last stand. Uh, uh, what's a, the Alamo thing? I don't know. At this what's point, other, I didn't sir? realize. I didn't really get what we were seeing. I didn't. I didn't get that when I watched it a second time. It's when I appreciated it more that what that it's waves. It's waves coming at them. Yes. So here's wave one. Then the second wave comes. Then the third wave comes. And you go, oh, okay. Like they sort of have the, you know. The well, my question have- is, why not start with this wave? Why not start with this thing that's coming now? Like, you know, you kind of you bury the lead here, guys. This would have like, given them trouble from the beginning. You wear down the morale. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they're just freaking slow. Like, look how slow these things move. Yeah. <laughs> that's my one complaint. So these are spider or, you know, scorpion droids they're called, right? Is that what they're called? That's what um, that's what Amy Sedaris called it. Scorpion droids. Oh, and I, I don't remember these that. These look like I think these are from, like I've seen these before. I think these are prequel era droids. They're clear from the the shielding that they've got. Kind of they look like prequel droids, right? They do. They look like the battle droids, like a big version of the battle droids. Yeah, and they have the shields too, and they're hard. Uh, the shields in Star Wars are much more impenetrable than you would think. It's not. It's not simple getting those shields getting through those shields as we're about to see. But why do they keep shooting at them is my question. Is do they Are they like trying to wear them down? Is that the idea? It sure seemed that way, but it, did, it really had no impact, right? Yeah, well, it seemingly has no impact. I think they, they could right. better convey if that's the idea. Like he shoots his, his rocket here, big flame, but you know there's it's going to be no effect. You know that, they're, right. that it's going to clear and it's gonna, they're going to be fine, untouched. So this was a bit of a letdown in, in some ways. Like I was, yeah, yes, it's a threat, yes. But, like, let's come at it from some different – and I guess, to give them credit, they do come at it from a different angle. But once again, it would have been uh, – they would have been safer in Jabba's palace, I think. There, uh, one would imagine that there's defenses built into that palace mm-hmm. as well, whereas here they're just – they're kind of sitting ducks, and they're just scrambling at this mm-hmm. point. This is where I thought their plan – where I – oh, but, uh, but okay, uh, Mando and Boba shoot up to the sky. Who doesn't love that? So cool. And uh, I just like uh, Mando and Boba fighting together is just a joy to behold. I love that. Yeah, it's so good. So they and they take they to give them, they give it a shot. Like they really do, seemingly try to do something to to get at this thing, um, but it's very difficult. Now I was confused at this point because these things like they're so slow. Like, they are. This, the second time around, I realized like look how slow this thing turns. I could just sit there and talk while this thing turns. What do we do? It oh, do okay. He takes his he takes a dart saber out, tries to hit it with a dark saber. That doesn't work. Like it's a, it's an energy weapon. It's not going to work against the shield, right? But um, but yeah, the, I think the the they should have like a little pivot joint on that thing so it could just turn around quickly and shoot at yeah. things. So that was a bit of a design flaw. He's still not great at the dark saber, which makes me believe that the. Uh, uh, Luke, Mando, and Grogu scenario is still a possibility. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's like again. I, I regardless of the decision that Grogu made, I don't think it was a permanent decision either way. Like, there's no thing saying he can't go back to Luke later, right? <laughs> Luke was. I think Luke was forcing him into that decision, and Grogu said, "No, nah, I'm going to do what I want to do." So, but we'll talk about it's that all, later. Right, and I, I, I really didn't expect to see the shirt so early in this. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. In the episode, well, I thought that was season three, if anything. You know, well, again, well, maybe maybe we can take a look at, at why we project so much into future seasons. Because I guess because yeah. this is what they've done in the past, where we're expecting a few, like a certain amount of world building in this. And I'm, I'm just everything they're doing is just so immediate. There's all these immediate payoffs for everything, and it's just so yeah. awesome that they're doing that. So again, these these droids are giving them a hard time. They cannot take them out. They're just not getting through these shields.
Seals, right? So now they split off. Okay, so I didn't realize it's the first time around that they split off into two ways. So yeah. the droid, one droid's chasing Chrysanthemum and the mods, kind of, and the other one's chasing basically Boba and, and Mando, right? Right. Oh, right. no, no, and Boba I... took off. Boba took off here. He's like, hey, he's like, can you keep him distracted? And he's like, yeah, I'll keep distracted. And he takes off. Now, I did not even, didn't even occur to me where he might be going. Oh, I, I knew where he's going. <laughs> I knew where he's going right away. Uh, to me, there is no, to me, the biggest issue that there would have been in this show is if he wasn't going to get the rancor. Because then I'd say, why? Why did we have that scene? Yeah. Why, why did we call back to it a couple of times? Yeah. Why? Why? If we're not going to use them, were the effects terrible? Like that's when you start asking a bunch of questions. Right, right. Yeah, but if, they didn't, yeah, they couldn't do right. the sequence they wanted to do because of that, right? That's always a possibility though, right? There's always like, they, you can tell that they try things that don't always work and that's fine. For so, sure. Um, so yeah, but then I think, oh, now, okay. Oh. Now, uh, here's Amy Sedaris. They, they just got here. They traveled all the way from Moss Eisley on this cart pulled by this droid. Again, another one of her collection of, uh, what did you call it, dipshits? Yeah. <laughs> she's on a rickshaw uh, She and she's screaming. It's so funny. And she says, I can't hear you. And he's like, get out of here. And he's going like this. He's motioning, go, go. He's like, I can't hear you. See, he hops oh. on the back. They're speeding along there. The droids are hanging on for dear life. This is so funny. Go faster, throws a wrench at it. Bang. It goes faster. <laughs> you, isn't your bucket your bucket of bolts uh, Princess Leia insult? I think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Is it or is it Han Solo? Yeah, I might no, so- I might have mixed that one up. Somebody says bucket of bolts in Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and we'll probably be able to find it two seconds after we're done this podcast. Exactly. But that's come up. Uh, I think I think um, uh, I want more Amy Sedaris going on adventures with Mando. I think we're going to see it because she said, what can I say? I'm a local gal on that other episode i believe mando will take her off world the next time we see her and i can't wait for that babysitter she's the she's grogu grogu's natural babysitter exactly now although there's no shortage of people who would volunteer to babysit grogu oh Uh, no (laughs) now we have the mods pinned down they're arguing with the free towners because the free towners want to keep retreating um what's her name says we can't go back any further and they try to come up with a plan okay they're gonna get uh uh, sniper girl up there to go take him out from above, right? Yeah. So he's like, okay, here's the sniper rifle. Here's my little gun. See you later. <laughs> Good luck. Let's go. So they've got yeah, a plan. At this point, I cared less about these guys. Oh, yeah. I'm, and I'm, more I'm, about... Like, let's get like, back to the yeah. cart, please. Let's get back to the rickshaw. Hey, and it's sure- Baby Yoda. We oh, get the reunion. This, so this, is the, this is what we were waiting for. All it's so long. good. Although yeah. I didn't even know I was waiting for it. Oh, he hugs them. That's such a great He moment. jumps into his arms. Oh. It's so nice. And I love Amy Sedaris. Save your tender moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many good lines here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's oh, very so hard. It's, it's so good seeing the two of them together. People just love this. And I do too. I just mm-hmm. can't get enough of it. Yeah, I agreed. So, um, so then, yeah, they have this lovely, he's, Hey, there's a shirt. Hey. And they have this, you know, and again, I was not surprised. I was not surprised that he made this decision. I thought that this is where this was going to go because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't see Grogu further along. I know, I know they just invented Grogu, but like, I don't think we're going to see him further along is what I'm saying. Like, I think this is a character for this part of star Wars. I don't think we're ever going to see a grown up Grogu. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. Well, Never say never. Never say never. Of course, we should. That's the lesson this this season has taught us on the show. But uh, but anyway, it didn't surprise me. Uh, but it just surprised me that we got it so soon. 
This is great too. Uh, Amy Sedaris looks up and spits out a tooth. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now I, I'm sure somebody connected these pit droids to Watto's pit droids, so they're the same ones. Somebody done that? No. Uh, well, who knows? I mean, right. there, I think there's probably ten thousand pit droids on Tatooine right, exactly, based on what right? we've but seen. Like, so. On Tatooine, it's a small, yeah. small planet. Yes. Now we have the moment. The, 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 yeah. the Rancor shows up. Now we know why they didn't go back to Jabba's palace. So we could have this shot right. of the Rancor coming over the building and like getting up on top there and just roaring. Oh, yeah, oh man. People are scared. Yeah, it's pretty major. Right? Uh, yeah, we're just yeah. looking at him right now going, whoa. And then Bo- in, the, in the classic action figure moment that you thought would never happen, Boba Fett riding a Rancor... And this has happened, uh, uh, little kids have played this out a million times with their action figure. <laughs> and uh, we actually get to see it. Uh, this makes me uh, want to rush out and buy toys, I have to say, just watching this play out. It's too much. Like those, you know, those gentle giant statue, statues uh, that are highly detailed. Mm-hmm. If you, you put Boba Fett on a Rancor and watch that thing sell. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're going to do that for sure. Oh. Um, okay, so now uh, the Rancor is giving it some some trouble. Now we can see the shield starting to weaken. So I guess that is why they shoot at the shield, because um, it does weaken it. So we can see it's right in the back. So now Mando's going to go in there with the Darksaber and, and get through it. And now he can take out the, the droid. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, he, does, he does use the Darksaber effectively here. <clears throat> but he doesn't look like he's the master of the dark saber, but yeah, it works. Still kind of struggling a bit, but still it works. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rancor gets hurt, and I'm like, "Oh, please don't let that thing die. Do not want the Rancor to die." Uh, and then he's like stabbing down into the brain, um, kills it, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh no, it's not done. Sorry, it's not done. It's not done yet because we are going to see um, a little baby Grogu come walking out, and is it my imagination? Or does little baby Grogu have a little swagger in his step now? He does. He does. He also looks a little bit bigger. I think he's a little taller. I think his body is, has grown out a bit. So I think that's true. I think we're seeing a, like a more articulated Grogu. He's not as compact as he used to be. Uh, he can, and, and, and once again, if he's 50 years old, he, he may have had um, at least by the time he was taken from the Jedi Temple, um, 20-some years of training. Yep. Maybe, maybe um, he does not uh, express to Luke that we know of that he ever knew Yoda. Um, so it's hard to, it's very hard to know how that might've played out. But what we're seeing here, Luke said in the last episode, he, it's more like he's remembering than right. needing, than me training him. And I think that's what we're seeing play out. I think we're seeing that Grogu had lots of training already and is it was the PTSD from that event at the Jedi temple that was uh, holding him back maybe. And he's starting to, it's starting to come back to him now and he's starting to remember. Although to be fair, all he does is really just pull a thing out, joint out of the thing and it collapses. Like it's very simple what he does. I was expecting yeah. him to crush it kind of the same way he crushed that, uh, the uh, remote in the last episode, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was still uh, a funny, funny conclusion to, to him come uh, coming waddling out and it really reminded me of the first time we saw yoda fight with the lightsaber yes where everyone's like oh my god how does this work what's gonna happen and and that's what sort of reminded me of that just there's something about the little and especially the uh, a little baby coming out to fight on your behalf and everyone just kind of looks at him like yeah you can do it 
Yeah, and I, th- I think that it's we should acknowledge that we've we've stopped calling him Baby Yoda, and his name is Grogu, and we like don't think anybody. I don't hear anybody saying Baby Yoda anymore, although maybe in the popular term terminology. But um, but he's Grogu, right? We think of him as Grogu now. Amy Sedaris says it's a terrible name. What a terrible that? name! <laughs> She's good at coming up with names, right? As we see later yeah. on. Uh, so now we come back to the mods, and again, I couldn't care less about these guys. And you know that now at this point, you know that the Rancor is just going to come over and save them, right? So this is a little bit predictable, but we do yeah. see them like, what do they do here? Oh yeah, they 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 go to shoot, and then this Rancor shows up. So what are they? The, what was that all about? Yeah, uh, we that the little side story involving the mods. Oh hey, I'll take more Star Wars is better than less Star Wars. Sure. But you probably could have edited this down to by fifteen minutes and. Not had the mods in it, it so much, but they had to split but... up the droids, right? They had to yeah, split them up. So right. I understand that part, part, but uh, it was just like they had get them to do something else than this, something that doesn't end up affecting anything, right? Because the rancor just shows up to save them. I kept thinking they could use the mod, their mods, their modifications in a way that will surprise us, right. and and we won't like maybe the three of them or however many there are together do something that we can't predict or and that would surprise us but that really doesn't happen here no no not at all no, and then we not. have a uh, beast versus machine yeah so i think that really what these these scorpion droids are d- designed to do and i don't know when they were designed so i could be corrected these are really a prequel thing that they're bringing back but they're really the perfect opponent for the rancor <laughs> Yeah, really like a good same size yeah. can fight with them can can provide a threat can can cause injury like give them a, like really like I was worried that that the Rancor might die in this scene. I thought for sure he would to tell you the yeah, truth. Yeah, I thought like, I thought it was a it would be one of those things a death grip or something or yeah. something something was going to happen here that was going to take him out of commission which would be after we learn that they're very gentle creatures actually yeah. <laughs> from uh from uh the new rancor keeper i thought yeah it would be bad to write him off the show so quickly absolutely but no he's okay here anyway he stabs the uh the droid and kills him and then uh now here comes mando and grogu to to um to uh, save the day everyone comes out chases off the rest of the pikes Oh, he's so cute. Oh, man. And can we, we, it's so noticeable when you can see the whites of his eyes because his pupils are so big, or his whatever they are, like the parts of his eyes are so dark that when you see the whites of his eyes, it's very cute, I think. Oh, and yeah. Okay, now is, we have this is awesome. Yes. This is happening. This is happening. It's the romance between uh, Amy <laughs> Sedaris. Face. She calls him pretty yeah. face. Amy oh Sedaris God. and Major Domo. <laughs> Get ready. That they will. The next time we see them, they will be a couple, right? Oh, that's so cool. I love it. She's, well, she's working so. on herself right now, though, right, Kenton? She says, no, that that was just a setup for uh, <laughs> for this week's episode, of course." No, I don't remember if we missed it here. Somewhere in here, there's a Wilhelm scream. It's when he, I think, when he throws this guy, um, right there. Woo! Yeah, there's a Wilhelm scream in there, which I love to hear. That was awesome. That's great stuff. Yeah, that's and that's getting back to traditional Star Wars again. Let's put the Wilhelm scream back. Uh, now we have Cad Bane walking again, very slow motion. He's great at walking in slow motion from around the corner. Oh, man. Meanwhile, uh, the Rancor continues to consume people right, left brutal and right. Death, another brutal death, eh? Yeah. Oh, man. And he just, he just like stands up to him. Like Cad Bane has got confidence. Well, he realizes the it appears that Rancor runs from fire. Right. Yes. He knows and that. so that's what we see. Yeah. Although, you know, at first, you know, hangs around a little bit, but then will run if uh, 
Right. Like and then and now Boba's not on it, so now it kind of starts going out of control. Uh, right. Which is not what I thought they would do with that. But I like this, that when they have that happens later on, that was an interesting thing. Now, so again, this is part me. All this stuff didn't mean anything to me. Like, all this stuff about whatever they were referring to, I thought are they, like I thought what they were doing is trying to set up something for a comic book or something. I'm like, this is not going to be a main story anywhere. But again, now that I know it's a it's a Clone Wars thing, it makes more sense. Yeah, they cross paths in there. And once again, I can't, I don't remember. I I, I have uh, amnesia about the Clone Wars for the most part. Uh, I saw, so I, hey, I watched every episode. I'm familiar with uh, the characters and everything, but I just don't remember what the story arc was. But they do, they give us a little exposition here. For I would say know? for the people who don't who are not familiar and who don't know who Cad Bane is, I think this feels a little bit like um, it's almost like a villain. What do I say? It's kind of like Kingpin in in um, Hawkeye, villain ex machina, where they just drop a guy in in the second last episode to be the new villain or something like or be something right to be a new antagonist because there's nothing for Boba Fett now. He's got the Pikes, but there's nothing personal for him in this. So now they have to have a one on one fight with uh, with Cad Bane. I mean, that's again, it's something the fans probably always wanted to see of. The show, but for us, for me, I this doesn't mean anything to me. Now he says it now is about the time for you to jet off to the back of the tank. That I thought that was line. funny. I yeah. thought that was like he's 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 one of the haters from online who didn't like yeah. the back of the tank. Yeah. <laughs> he's giving voice to those people, right? That's great. I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. And uh then of course we get the uh poetic. Oh, although I don't uh hey, is Cad Bane dead? Oh, or well, uh, they showed his body, they showed his yeah. body from above. So I think that means he is. I think I that noticed that when I think when he stabs him with the gaffy stick, we hear met metallic clang, oh, which well, made see, me actually, wonder. It'll, it'll be described in the in the uh, subtitles as we. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see it. Um, yeah, we'll so see it in moment, a second. Yeah, this, consider this my final lesson again. This moment did not have the weight that I think they were hoping it did for me, because of of you know my unfamiliarity with Cad Bane, but this is like again it shows how his his character has changed. Anything else is weakness, and and he's like, no, I, like I was expecting his friends to come and save him because now he has got his friends. That's his. He doesn't have that weakness anymore. Hissing. Oh, it's his air. Yeah, he's dead. So yeah, it's very clear in this scene that that Cad Bane is dead. I think because his you hear the hiss that we saw the hissing of the description there. So that's he's dead. Dead, dead, dead ski. So this but there's back to tanks. There's back to tanks everywhere. There's mods. There's more. Not for Cad Bane. Not for Cad Bane. He does not get that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not willing to say he's 100% dead, okay. but I, I do think upset? he's. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything about that. I think it's, uh, you know, people who watch the Clone Wars, this is a fitting end to that arc. Yes, true. All right. So then we cut back to the Rancor. It's going crazy. It's it's chewing on a speeder and throwing it. And now they're going to get kind of a King Kong moment here where it climbs up this tower, which is kind of cool. Yeah, the very King Kong. And they and they knew what they were doing when oh, they yeah. did this. They're, oh, yeah. Let's do the tribute to King Kong. That's part of the reason they had to move this away from the palace, because they needed King Kong moment. <laughs> so there he goes. Yes, yeah. it's a tower in the middle of the city, right? And now he's trashing it. And uh, it's it, like, you know, they don't know what to do. Now Amanda's going to try and stop him. There's some great stuff here. Oh, this was awesome. So the ball, I knew the ball would come back. So this yeah. is his little ball. This is symbolic because this is the last piece of the Razor Crest. Like that is it. That's all that's left of that ship now, which is kind of cool. And so there goes Mando fighting the Rancor. And uh, there, once again, Amy Sedaris says, uh, "You're don't worry, kid. Your old man's crafty. Oh, he's got and then she said, oh, spoke too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Something like that. Yeah. 
like, oh, here is your old man. Look, at the, look yeah. at the major domo. He's got his hand on her shoulder. He's yeah. like, oh, no. He's like looking so scared. Yeah. yeah and he's... then, yeah. Well, then and now we know Beskar, it, it can stand up to a Rancor bite. <laughs> so, but he, he gives him a hot mouth. He gives him a little bit of flame in yeah. his mouth. Um, and then the Rancor takes a good look at him and says, nope, I'm out of here. Or you're out of here. Throw you away. Oh, I thought man. he throws him onto the ground and that would still hurt like hell, even well, in I, armor. Yeah, I think that here's the thing. This happens in all movies. Like when people yeah. get thrown a great distance, they seemingly do not break any bones. And this happens all the time <laughs> in movies. It's a trope that I'm not a fan of. Um, but now he's going to now it looks like he's going to kill him. I love uh I love the two of them screaming at the same time. Oh. It's so funny. And then a little baby walks out a second time, which I love. And this is so great. The little baby versus the giant creature. Yeah. And uh, little baby diffuses the situation incredibly in a way that just makes you wonder what else are we going to see Grogu do in upcoming seasons. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's uh, you know, he just uses the force to uh, look at the white of his eye right there, just in the corner. Yeah. Um, he just uses this is a hell of a puppet. It's a hell of it a is, puppet. Is, I, I, I don't even know how they do it. Yeah, it's, it's really so good. good. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it has got to be um, like they have a guy there that they take out. <laughs> like there's a guy in yeah. post, the CGI out, right? So the part of it is that, but these really great puppetry. Like it's really, really good stuff. I, so. I kept thinking, as I watched this, I kept thinking, Frank Oz must love this. He must <laughs> love this. Because he was the guy under the under Dagobah with a puppet on him. And he had to have his hand up for hours at a time. Oh, yes. It, it must have been so hard. Then, now look at this. It's like the most realistic puppet. Puppet? I don't know. CGI you've ever seen in your life. It's it's insane. Yeah. And then, of course, we have, like, uh, he calms the Rancor. He calms him and um, just pats him. Nice yeah, gives him a pat. He's pat. a gentle, he's Sleeping. a gentle baby. And then there's a great, and did, I didn't notice this uh, the first time around, but the second time he just kind of lays down beside him. And yeah. Because he he, he's exhausted, because he, he gets tired when he uses the force, right? Remember, he like falls asleep. Yeah. So that, just such a beautiful, just a beautiful um, scene. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's so cute. It reminds me of when, uh, two kitty cats fall asleep next to each other or <laughs> that kind of thing, yeah. which you're, you're probably observing right now. Yeah. Mine are right but over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just very cute when you see, uh, when you see that and uh, little and, and uh, he's not even scared of the rancor. Like he just lays down next yeah. to him. Yeah. Like he's they're got pals. Now. Hey, it's like, he's got confidence yeah. in himself. Yeah. Like that's what Luke helped him with is his confidence. Yeah. So I think we're going to see his force abilities develop on his own. He's going to be kind of a self-taught, Jedi. <laughs> He's going to be a hobbyist. Yeah. <laughs> um, a hobbyist Jedi. So, oh, yes. Now, of course, we have the bosses, the the uh, Pike bosses. We have all the bosses for all the different clans that betrayed Mando in one room. Wow, how convenient. All these guys are in one room. The mayor of Moss Espa is here, too. They're arguing because the Pike Syndicate wants to take off. Yeah, and this is, um, I thought, if we're talking about uh, brutal deaths, this scene has got the most brutal death which is uh, our hammerhead mayor uh, just getting strung up. And I wasn't really expecting to see that. I thought that was a pretty, a pretty harsh image. Um, and uh, what you see here is ninja Fennec Shand. Well, she's running. Just amazing. She's just, an assassin. She's yeah. an assassin. Yeah. Full on. She can kill anybody, anytime, anywhere. She's probably the best assassin in Star Wars, I would say. Like that's oh, what they're so setting good. her up to be is the best assassin in Star Wars. So, Yeah. And uh, I would have been interested to see her versus Cad Bane. 
Because yeah. uh, I mean, that's the, yeah. true, but you know, can't have everything, Kenton. He's he's the he's the fastest draw. She's the she's stealth. Right. So you yes. tell me how it's going to play out, right? Yeah. It just sounds. I just like that idea. Yeah, that's true. And now then we did, see her. Now we see his feet hanging there. You do still see his feet hanging there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good, but not too much. So they don't like they don't draw it out. They also don't, of course, show him <laughs> strangling. Um, and then it's just a nice fade to black. I like she just sneaks away, and that's it. Fade to black, and then we're gone. So they now we should, have the epilogue. Uh, they should cut at the very end in the credits. They should cut to the hammerhead hanging from the ceiling, going. Grr, grr. Choking. Yeah, so the credits run by as, yes, as he says yes. Right. Yes. That's right. Did you notice? I didn't I just noticed this episode. It's an updated gonk droid. I just noticed that. Yeah. And what's her name has one too. Um Amy Sedaris has one too. But the cool, I like the cool updated look for the gonk, gonk droid. I also like this is a classic Western uh thing too, where the townsfolk at the end we hear the happy music playing. The townsfolk, look, we're prosperous again. And it's like very magnificent seven. Kind of idea. This whole, yes, this whole thing yeah, had yeah. a very big Magnificent Seven vibe for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe yeah. that's why. Maybe that's why they didn't go to Jabba's Palace, Kenton. Maybe because they didn't do that in the Magnificent Seven. <laughs> we <laughs> find out that if that's right. Here's where the back. We find out the back to tank is being used. And I was a little torn when I heard that about wh- who was in it: Cad Bane or uh, or Cobb. I thought it was uh, Chris Anton, to be honest, because it's what he said. Or right, or that's right. There, there's, there's more than one possibility. Or the Rancor, he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I'm big enough for the Rancor. He's, he's getting a manicure in it. He's just got his hand in the back to tank. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And then they, they all kind of come together here. Here's yeah. the gang. He gets a mango. He gives the mango to Chris Anton. Get a little complaining here. Now look at this. Look who's in the shot. Who's next to Chris Anton there? Uh, right there, the little droid next to between Chrysanthemum and, and Fennec. Is that a droid or is that that yeah, almost looks? Keep your eye on him. Okay. No, you don't know who that is. Is that the guy from the kitchen and Jabba's catcher? Huh? It's a rat catcher droid. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, yeah. The hell's that a rat guy, catcher yeah. droid doing there? They're friends now. Well, that's kind of out of nowhere. Was there a scene that got deleted where he came back? Because uh, that's that's a little weird. They just that's where they got the, the mango. Catcher. They got the mango from the kitchen. <laughs> no, the person. The per, oh yes, oh yes. This, of course. This, this is, is great. great. So we got Grogu in the dome. Oh, so good. I cannot wait for the next season of The Mandalorian. This is going to be so oh. awesome. He's like tapping with his ball. Tap, tap, tap. No, oh. not going to do it. <laughs> a friend of mine sent me a photo later yesterday of uh, baby Grogu enjoying the hyperspace jump or the whatever they called it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, thrusters. And uh, it's just people love that. They Some just like love thrusters. it. Yes. Yeah. Even even casual Star Wars fans just can't get enough of this. Yeah. And it is. And he was. And Baby Yoda's always been a little irritating about I want to do this or I want to do that or I want to. And uh, here we see it again. He's playful. He often gets his way though. He does. He's very persistent. Uh, And he gets a little yes. And of course, directed by Robert Rodriguez, which makes complete sense. And then we can see this amazing uh, concept art. Um, Did you notice the new theme song? Buried in the lyrics, and and it's not every episode, only this one. They're actually going fet. If you listen to it, Boba Fett. Are they really? Yes, that's awesome. Very good. Oh, and the soundtrack. Part two of the soundtrack comes out on Friday. Okay, tomorrow. Okay, so you'll yeah. have that for sure. Oh, oh yeah. Jordan Bolger, that's the guy who's the major domo, right? 
Uh, I think that's right. Yeah. All right. Corey so Burton is yeah, Cad Bane. And I, again, I love this whole thing about showing the art afterwards. Like this has oh. become a great way to kind of recap the episode. Yeah. It's kind of like make, help us relive it as, and I, I want to watch the credits, right? I want to see this. So this is a great, yeah. just staying with this. Um, we do have a post credit scene. Should I just skip ahead to that? Or we don't, I mean, yeah. it's pretty, pretty short. There's All not, it is, yeah. It's Cobb and it, look, it won't even let me get to it. Um, uh, we, yeah, we know what it is. And one of my, one of the things that I was just like knocking, kidding myself in the head yesterday was all these articles going star Wars post credit sequence explained. Oh God. And it's like, what, 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 what is what, there to explain? What, what kind of explanation is required here? If, if you watch the show, you understand what is going on there. It's not like, uh, 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 uh you see, uh, back in 1800. No, it happened within the show itself ridiculous yes we can see what's happening and it's our pal Cobb. Can i say that i hate the direction that that clickbait kind of stuff is going oh. and it's worse on youtube when i see a screen screen rant is the worst defender in my view because i see this the most but it's 25 things you missed in this finale of the book of boba oh. fett it's like how about i just watch it again and notice it myself why do i need you to point it out to me but it must get clicks or something i don't know but i don't like those that kind of stuff at all 18 um, things you missed and, right. I, and I look and I look at it and it's like I didn't miss any of that. No, I knew so, that. So, I knew everything. Yeah, that's right. I knew all of that stuff. So wrong. Anyway, wrong. Or right, so. <laughs> and and then of course, hey, our grand we're grandfathering our complaint about uh, sixteen things that this theory proves, and the right. theory proves nothing because it's a theory. Exactly. You know that drives me nuts. Anyway. So overall, love the show. This is yeah. so good. It's my favorite, like overall kind of favorite Star Wars thing post Disney, oh. I guess. Um, just so good. So good. I, I will highlight the second last episode as one of just my favorite pieces of Star Wars ever created. Dave Filoni. Remember we used to make fun of him in his yeah. cowboy hat? Well, he got remember, rid of the hat, so maybe that's what he what did. And, and remember when I said I found him vaguely irritating when he'd show up and talk about Star Wars? I sort of missed the days of George, but I have to give full credit where it is due, and that is that is one hell of a Star Wars episode. I, I like the last episode. I'm, I'm by no means trying to damn any of the other episodes because I enjoyed all of it. But to me, that was the one and the music and the Luke training and the, ah, uh, and the surprises all the way through. I just thought that was something pretty special. I think the lot, the finale was spectacle. I always thought it would be spectacle and they really paid it off. I think probably the story will continue with Ahsoka yes. and then Mandalorian season three, maybe unless they got more surprises and you just never know anymore. Yeah. You know, you never know what they're doing if they're shooting Mandalorian or Ahsoka, and they, probably the actors don't even know exactly. which one they're shooting <laughs> yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw a clip. It was an interview with Stellan Skarsgård. He's in Dune. He's in the next Dune, and he's also in. I think he's in the the. Um, there's something else he's in. I can't remember what something Obi Wan, Obi Wan or Marvel, something big, some big. Hmm. You know, he's a he's a big kind of time actor. Yeah. Um, so and he's like we're shooting this and we're shooting this and he's just like he's all over the place so there's just so much going on they don't have any idea what's going on uh, oh but before we before we call it a podcast i have to mention if our listeners haven't seen it yet there's a new play set with jabba's palace with lots of little detailed things and bib for fortuna sitting in jabba's palace i think that's the oh, whole place from the, from the scene okay yes cool i the think weight so set? is the weight set there I, uh, there, you do not see that weight set. Uh, I don't believe in the thing. 
Uh, and even better, there's now a Star Wars Werner Herzog figure. <laughs> oh, sign me up. How I could oh not say no to that. Then I can awesome. reenact my favorite scenes from Grizzly Man and Star Wars. It's perfect. I can reenact documentary scenes in my in, yeah. in my own home. I Just think wonderful. The two episodes with the Mandalorian, this last, this the the second last and the one before it i will watch those two together as a movie that that is a movie that is an amazing star wars movie just those two episodes and then i mean you can even just take you know the the, you could just take it all out separate and still watch it and it would still all make sense but it was just a lot of fun i will be watching this again soon like i'm probably going to revisit this in a couple months i I love it so much maybe we should watch those two isolated episodes as a movie Maybe, maybe and, live, uh, live on the podcast. Yes, maybe yeah. we should do that just be because cool. I do. I think you're right. I think it's a good movie. It's a yeah. it's a great Star Wars movie in the middle <laughs> of the Book of Boba Fett, yeah. which uh, there's so many surprises about the season. We're going to have to talk about it again uh, once we've had a little time to think about it all told. I saw someone yesterday um, do a reaction video and say, you know, this was not the perfect TV show of all time, but it en- it was entertaining as all hell. And I'm not, who's complaining? And I sort of feel the same way. I don't think it's the all-time perfect show. I think there's absolute episodes of perfection within it. And uh, I'm, I'm, hey, keep producing. If this is the level of Star Wars, we can expect nobody's complaining. This is wonderful. So, hey, yeah. credit to, credit where it's due. Please keep up this great work. Love and, it. Uh, one guy on TikTok I saw said, he loved the episode and he says, I hope it gives all the fans and all the detractors everything they wanted. Oh. That's fair. Cause I think there are still detractors. There are, oh. I think there are people who just didn't like it. They just didn't like it from the beginning. They were determined not to like it. They decided they weren't going to like it and that's it. And fine. But I would encourage those people to revisit it. Come back to it in a couple months, yeah. clear your palate, get it, get it out of your head and come back to it fresh. And you will love this. It's a really great piece of star Wars. And I can't wait to see what's next. I cannot wait for Ahsoka or no. Sorry, yeah, well, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. May 25th, uh, which, by the way, Star Wars came out on May 25th, yes. 1977. So that's why. But hey, May the 4th would have been better because it's earlier. But <laughs> oh, it's earlier, but uh, they're going <laughs> to yeah. do something. You know, they're going to do something yeah, on yeah. May 4th. And w- so when are we going to get a trailer? Oh, yeah, probably soon. Uh, halfway between now and then. So we will uh, we will yeah. do I, I, I propose an emergency podcast uh, episode yes. when it drops. Whenever yeah. it drops, we will drop a reaction to it. And then also, yeah. but I think what we should do now is just shift over to Media Nerds because we have the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Yes, we do. Um, so let's talk about Super Bowl ads next week. Well, hey, God only knows there could be a Star Wars ad within the Super Maybe Bowl. That, you never know. For, yeah. Oh, oh I know. you got me excited. Okay, cool. I know it could be. We just don't know. And and if it's just you and McGregor walking through a desert, there won't be much to talk about. But uh, it'd still be exciting to see that. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. All right, sounds good. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabunker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the Force hit you in the ass. Going to Toshi Station to pick up the power converter. TK four two one, do you copy?